What is the potential of this crisis for the emergence of a 21st century economy? I'm Sinta Osterwal, economist and executive team coach, and I'm asking for thinkers, seers and doers. What now? So, Monfred, thank you very much for participating in this interview series. It's You're really welcome. Nice to have good to, you. Good to be your guest. <laughs> thank you. Um, so this, this interview series really um, originated from my own uh, idea, my own need to connect with a timeline that is hopeful. And um, as Churchill said, never waste a good crisis. Uh, I also wanted to uh, uh, shed some light on, in Chinese, the sign for crisis has two symbols, right? It has threatened okay. or danger. Yeah. And then opportunity as well. So we can read all about the danger timeline on the me on, on the regular media. And I also wanted to shed some light on the on the opportunities timeline. So I'm really grateful to be able to speak to you today. Uh, Manfred, would you be able to um, introduce yourself? Yes, I um, am a lover of movies. I'm a lover of stories. Uh, I watch w one movie at least a day. And um, it is my core business to extract some clips from movies to show uh, how the narrative is uh, at, at the same time universal and unique. So um, I train leaders, I train uh, educators, and I love to work on a new story for humanity. So we have a, a model called Double Helix. And it's like a, a cyclical model that hopefully gets to higher levels of complexity and embrace. Well, a perfect model, I think, to apply to today's society. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the model knows uh, the. It, it's like the year cycle, so it has like 12 months. It, it's it's and at the moment we are in this. Uh, Synchronic, uh, synchronistic moment that we go into a crisis and we can have a call to adventure. So it's it's a double helix. It's like there's one story ending and there's one story starting. So um, yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity. Mm -hmm. What what do you it would be the story that is starting? Uh, the story that is starting is is um, that we can can reach a higher level of um, time binding. I I think um, what we need to learn as humans and and we're pretty good at it. I'm not saying that we're making mistakes. I think we're learning um, step by step um, to to bind time. To you, the first achievement that humanity made was to store some grain for difficult times. So we started, we, we started uh, warehouses uh, where, we, where we stored some uh, food for the winter and for difficult times. And that's, that's time binding. We, we, we learned to plan and we, we learned to think ahead. Mm -hmm. And now um, we, we as humanity are learning to think ahead um, maybe 50 or 100 years, and we need to adjust our um, thinking to sacrificing small parts of what we are doing now in order to have a, a good life for our children and grandchildren. So uh, it's it's a difficult, difficult challenge because we are 
also living beings that love to enjoy the moment. And uh, so this is this is one aspect is that we need to learn time binding. And for me, another aspect is that we need to learn um, to find new a new religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we we as humanity have have created a, a very funny religion mm-hmm. of um, extracting stuff from the earth, putting uh, a value on it, and um, and 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 believing that money uh, is something that we can can that we need to uh, get more from and and we we used we used money as a means and now it started to be a goal and and i think we should go past that and, and we should have new high priests uh, we, we had high priests a long time ago that said okay i can predict the return of the moon Mm-hmm. And that was the one of the first high priests. And then we got high priests that say, I can talk to God. And uh, if you give me your possessions, I will uh, uh, get you a place in heaven. Mm-hmm. And now now we have high priests called economers, bankers, uh, corporations. So those are our new churches. And we need to say goodbye to those um, yeah, temporary religions. I mean... We use those religions to to feel safe, to to improve our life, to give us the illusion of control. And I think we need to find a new religion. Mm-hmm. So in a transformed world, uh, what would that religion be and who would be the high priests? Well, I, I, I think the high priest could be the people who um, can give us a little more um connection to the the bigger the bigger whole so um it's always the same uh, any priest promises to have connection with god or with uh, happiness or bliss so the next the next priest uh, should be a little more honest a little more relig- uh, me- connecting to the uncertainty of life so it's it's not an easy message it's not an easy message um, because the easy message is i can give you certainty if you give, sell me your soul i will give you a house i will give you health i will give you vaccinations i will give you uh, compound interest so that that sounds that sounds pretty certain and um, th- that's why we, we give ourselves to those priests. And, and I think the next generation of priests, uh, they don't have that much of a nice message. So, so the, the next level of priest would say, I will give you stories to deal with uncertainty, to deal with your own fragile nature, to deal with your own need for respect uh, for nature, for uh, the fact that you are mortal, the fact that you are an experiencing sentient being. It's, it's not an easy message, but if we as humanity can grow into that message, uh, we don't need to have that much uh, painkillers because we are addicted to all kinds of painkillers at the moment. And I think the next generation will need to learn to live with a little more pain, a little more uncertainty and 
learn to enjoy beauty like nature or um, yeah, the big waves that we are part of. That it's it's a it's a possibility. I'm not saying it will happen, but I, I see the possibility. Mm -hmm. And is that um, a difficult message? Is it um, why is it necessary? It's not necessary. So I I think um, I think it's possible because necessary. Um, uh, I feel it as inevitable that that we uh, will perish as as a species, or that we will decim be decimated as a species if we don't stop killing ourselves. Um, because if if we destroy our habitat, it will. It, it's very simple. It's a very simple prediction that we will not survive. Uh, it's it's very simple, and it's not a problem. But I would love for humanity to learn and I would love um, to be part of nature instead of, of exploiting nature. So and, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful new thing. So I, I think um, there's a, a possible future for humanity where we where you can celebrate being human, where we can celebrate our stories like we already are celebrating our sharing our stories on the mm -hmm. social media. So I, I, I think what's happening is, is a very beautiful possibility of transition towards a, a situation where we go past our fears of uh, uh, not being able to, to, to pay your mortgage or not be able to fly to China or, but that you can say, well, I feel an infinite abundance in uh, this kind of conversations. I feel an infinite abundance uh, walking on the beach and seeing uh, how beautiful the waves are. So there's there's a new lesson to be learned that there um, is an infinite abundance of beauty, and uh, we're very close to it. it. It's like it's like learning to be fulfilled. It's like learning to be happy uh, in a way that is not destructive or not very destructive. I, I mean, humans like to destroy and I think it's part of life, but the balance between enjoyment and destruction can be a little more towards uh, enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, with these interviews, I'm, I'm trying to carve out a timeline um, mm -hmm. that to a future that holds all these values that you're talking about. So fulfillment and happiness, um, being part of a greater whole, uh, being part of nature instead of exploiting nature. Uh, and I, I really feel that within this crisis, there's a possibility to for these values to awaken more and more. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, it's already happening. Um, Jeremy Rifkin, he pointed out that um, we are working towards more empathic embrace and that uh, one of the most interesting uh, developments in, in, in modern consciousness is what he calls therapeutic consciousness. So um, when you find that you have been uh, part of a circle with your family and with your culture that you are... Um, inheriting all kinds of values and that you're inheriting all kinds of traumas um, that you can work on that that makes you make make your life more difficult but it also makes your life uh more gives gives a depth it, you, it helps you make be part of humanity 
and it makes the enemy uh, closer. It, it, you can feel you are your own enemy. And at the moment that you feel, okay, wow, I have a lot of work to do within my own experience, then you don't need to have an external enemy. You, you can feel, okay, um, there's a lot of work to do working on myself, working on our social interactions. Uh, that, that's the real task. And we can we can see it at the moment uh, in such a crisis like with the Corona crisis, um, it 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 helps us to to realize hey, the persons that do the real work are the are the teachers are the are the are the people who are taking care of the of the ill and the elderly. Um, so suddenly you can see a new kind of perspective that the high priests don't really um, don't really matter in times of when, when it co- all comes down to what really what really matters is your health, your interactions, your food, the quality of your food, and if you want to uh, prevent if we can i don't i'm not sure but if you can if you want to lessen the chance for these kinds of um, dangerous epidemics you have to have a healthier uh, population you have to have uh, a healthier food system and you have to uh, lessen the pressure on on uh, humanity and then the earth so maybe we should we should fly less or maybe we should um, help the world uh, have more better healthcare or uh, help China to be uh, have more hygiene or whatever but it, it's like this sense of we can make a step and I'm not sure if this crisis is deep enough but it helps a, a few individuals across the threshold towards the transition. Mm-hmm. And um, how would that um, I, I, I'm thinking you're almost speaking about becoming a high priests of ourselves. Um, yeah. yeah. And how, how would we be able to um, take the opportunities that this crisis provides and then hold on to them and work towards that future that might be a more hopeful one? Well, it's like, well, it's like waking up slowly and, and it, it's not, not everybody has to wake uh, to the same message and has to wake at the same time. But it's like, um, it's like seeing that the high priests um, of the last century have done a lot of good and they have uh, created a lot of wealth uh, for uh, a lot of people, but they had also a very destructive message. So we can, we we are starting to discover that uh, one of the tricks that the high priests are doing is the creation of money out of nothing. It's, It's like a ritual say, okay, I will create some more money and uh, then now you're in depth with me. That, that's a very funny trick. I mean, uh, it's, it's for many people, it's still a magical trick. They say, oh, wow, the banks, oh, wow, the corporations, they give me money, they give me work. And <laughs> you have to, we have to le- learn to see through that and we have to wake up and say, well, we could make our own money, uh, not, not more than we need. And um, it's happening at the moment. The moment now the crisis is there, suddenly the government says, OK, we will make uh, one and a half trillion more. And but we will have a lot of debt. Nobody is going to repay the debt. It, it's a ritual. And, and uh, slowly people are going to see through. And the next the next uh, high priest could be the farmer. 
or could be the the natural uh, natural healer or could be the person the corporation will be changing maybe to cooperations where we say okay our new churches will be where we own uh, 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 renewable energy production ourselves it it has to do with ownership Um, at the moment we the high priests are moving towards um, a, a very elite ownership and, and and it's just a religion it's just a religion the fact that people say oh they own they own that half of the world they own <laughs> it's it's a religion it, you can you can learn to see through it it's it, nobody owns anything uh it's it's like a story mm-hmm. so we we can move past that story and we can we can realize that we are all on this spaceship called earth and it's like one big cathedral and we can if we can learn to worship because i think people have a longing to worship i i think i like it i like it it's not i don't say people should not worship mm-hmm. but we can we can come back to uh, more matriarchal worshiping where like we we used to worship uh, 3000 years ago we used to worship this lake uh, this tree mm-hmm. this animal was sacred uh, we can we can find that the, the way back to that feeling of of sacredness of of nature and and come back it's like a circle it's not a line it's a circle and and we we have a we have strayed from that knowledge and we can we can rediscover it like we're doing at the moment i i the fact that so much more organic food is being produced so much more people starting to eat vegan or, or vegetarian. I think it's a wonderful trend. Yeah, yeah. Could you speak a little bit more about the farmer as a high priest? Yeah, well, I think um, one of the most beautiful forms of religion is a knowledge of nature, that you that you know the rhythms of the sun, that you know the rhythms of when to harvest, when to sow. That's, that's a sacred knowledge. And if you have the knowledge on, on how to... Um, how to work with nature instead of against it, then you also can work with your own nature. So I think um, people who are who have the skills to to befriend nature and to work uh, on the on the land and 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 have this magical touch, uh, they could be our they could be our uh, real uh, high priest because they have knowledge we should learn as well and and I, this is also wonderful of this crisis that you hear people hey i'm going to plant my own uh, vegetables in my garden because i i don't want to be so dependent on uh, airplanes flying food in from uh, chile or whatever mm-hmm. so it's happening at the moment there's a, a lost kind of knowledge that's coming back to people and, mm-hmm. and and it will it will have an effect it will have an effect that we on the one hand, we have this urbanization, and I think it will be like a breathing process where we learn to go back to the to the more agrarian uh, parts of the country where we where we stay in contact with our food supply. It, uh, it it's it's a possibility. I'm not saying it will be like like that, but it's it's a good possibility. And it yes. will also have to do with uh, can we have a, a more green transport? Can we? Can mm-hmm. we uh, can we uh, have more local transport, maybe electrical bikes that are not so polluting? Or we will find a way. 
and we will com combine stuff. I, I love the fact that we can combine the city and, and the rural areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that you're speaking um, more about the practice of remembering, yeah. reflecting nature, uh, remembering uh, the wisdom, the, yeah. the sacred knowledge you, you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that there's quite some effort now with people that are trying to grasp the opportunity of this crisis to um, uh, uh, innovate more, to find forms. Um, and that feels like a forward energy. And uh, you're actually uh, speaking about um, yeah, well, remembering. Uh, so that's um, what else do we need to remember? Well, there's the, I mean, Oprah Winfrey says it, uh, Rudolf Steiner says it, it's like, uh, remember your spirit. So, um, there, there, the, the true, true, if, if you know, um, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I know the truth, but I, I feel something in my own heart that, um, you can, you can be richer if you remember that you are a spiritual being. So uh, Oprah says, remember your spirit. Uh, Rudolf Steiner says, über Geist erinnern. It's like um, you you can go back and you can go forward. So I'm, I'm not against any technological development. I love technological developments, but uh, you have to give them a kind of meaning. And that meaning has to come from the, the sense that you are part of, of uh, enormous wisdom and that you have to learn to, that to listen to that wisdom. And it's very simple. It's like, okay, don't put so many animals in one farm. Don't do that. It's bad for the animals, but it, because it's bad for the animals, it's bad for you. And, and, and it's, it's so simple. Um, <laughs> but we need to learn and, and we need to... We need to say goodbye to the old high priest that said, oh, I can extract oil from you uh, for you and then I can make plastic for you and I will make your life easier. Yeah, true. Uh, and they did wonderful work, but uh, we're finding out that that trick has some uh, hidden costs <laughs> and that they don't pay those hidden costs. And we need to we need to find a way that we say, OK, if somebody's going to play for high priest, then we need to do to costing and we need to we need don't do the disappearing trick so we've done a disappearing trick it's called externalization of costs we say okay we produce something but the waste and the and the poison that's for a later generation um, so again we're coming back to the time binding mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also the the new narrative of uh, wealth that you speak about which is more maybe within or at yeah. least different parameters. Yeah. yeah. So where would that leave, where would that leave the, uh, let's say the, the current or maybe the old uh, high priests? So the economy well, and the yeah, Well, yeah, yeah, well, you have, we have to realize that, that by definition, they cannot really be happy and fulfilled that they, we need to, we need to realize that if you are um, you are following your greed and and you're following your your need for power, it's it is also the need the we, it's the duty of the society, it's the duty of the collective to say, hey, 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 come on, uh, um, don't don't. Uh, uh, 
don't be so rigid don't be so um don't get those claws it's not good for you it's not good for us and we, so i think uh, if if we have people um within a certain boundaries and within a certain uh level of power uh, and and maybe rotate those po power positions more easy and and raise children that are warned for for greed and warned for um, very one-sidedness it it will be healthier for the the old high priests and it will be healthier for the collective so um i think in our educational system we are learning to work towards what i call collective vigilism so you need to um you need to help children find their own individuality and at the same time say you are going to be happier um if you if you have some kind of service towards the collective so try to find your own unique combination in order to serve the collective so it's we don't need to go back to the collectivism of uh, china uh, although they are doing well but um, we we should say goodbye to the very rigid individualistic um, thinking of we are all in this for ourselves and and it, it didn't work it didn't work it, it gave wonderful art it gave wonderful so it did wonderful things and I, I love what we've done the last hundred years but now the next step would be what i call collectivism so it's a combination of collectivism and individual individualism mm -hmm. and um that collective individualism how would that how would that work it's already working. I, I mean, uh, we are starting uh, schools are, uh, are are starting their own gardens again. They they are they are learning teaching children to be part of nature. They they where we will need to um, put care and agrarian skills in our schools so that we learn to care for each other. We learn to care for the earth. Uh, learn to receive. So this whole um, this whole next generation is already being born, and 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 it will go faster than we think. So, um, yeah, I, I, we won't we won't survive unless we do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm also really in service of this interview and seeing what needs to come up and what wants to come up from this timeline that is emerging. Um, we've mentioned quite a few deeply human values that seem to be awakening and are already awake, as you just mentioned, the collective individualism. You've mentioned quite a few that are um, maybe already the contours of a new society even. What would we really now need to let go to form that new society? And how would we do best to do that? Well, I think, I think we, we, need to, we need to face our true nature. I think um, we need to, we need to um, re- discover uh, suffering I, I it sounds terrible <laughs> um, but um, I think um, the old religion that is crumbling at the moment is the is the fake religion of certainty and freedom from suffering 
So I I I I see a lot of American films and um, and uh, I see uh, um, it's normal for an American film that if somebody has stress that he he or she opens a bottle of uh, bourbon or uh, takes a Valium. Watch any any series. It's all it's it's like ingrained in their ingrained in their culture that that the moment you suffer you need to take a pill or you need to uh, and and we 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 do that we 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 take a lot of painkillers and uh, it, it it the funny thing is that they don't work the, the people get more hollow get more depressed and get more isolated um, so I think. Um, what what can be the next step is um, trying to accept the suffering of being human and trying to accept the fact that because we are all connected, we will never be truly happy, whatever that may be, but happy as long as other people are uh, suffering for us, like uh, starving from hunger or... Uh, or, or, or being in a war or being being in a polluted area or digging up cobalt for our uh, batteries um, we we need to realize that that we cannot escape being connected and by being connected there is a level of pain that you should um, transform next to being happy and fulfilled so i'm not saying it's all a bad story i'm just saying that if you want to fulfill your human potential you have to uh, amplify your spirit power. You have to. You have to be a kind of. You need a kind of you kind of ownership, and that's not I own a boat or I own an airplane. They say no. I own my fate, and maybe I'm so strong that I can own some fate of humanity. And I think if we, if we can come to that level, that you say. The only ownership that you can really have is owning your fate and owning your suffering and owning your sovereignty. Wow, I think then we are very close to the next phase. <laughs> I wanted to say God, but that's a little pretentious. <laughs> well, it would fit to be a narrative. <laughs> I'm really enjoying our conversation, Manfred. Me too, me too. There's some rich insight here. And I'm also, my mind is also with, you know, this is a conversation between me and you, and I understand you completely. We could talk about this for hours. And on purpose, I'm also um, trying to stay at the level of imagination. You know, what is possible? And dare we dream about something instead of um, trying to make plans and strategize already? Because I really feel that this is a time that we need to first um, deeply feel that potential of that crisis and uh, sketch, only just sketch that, that future that we feel is emerging. And some of us can sketch and some of us can't sketch at all at this moment, which is perfectly fine. And we shouldn't, I, I believe we shouldn't force anything into form just yet. Um, but I'm also uh, with my mind, with the people that you and I, on a daily basis, see uh, leaders of corporations and big organizations. Um, what would be your main message for your clients at this point of time? 
Well, I, I don't need to give them a message. I see, I see, uh, uh, I see they are in their own process, and I see a lot of uh, leaders um, uh, seeing leading this kind of dual job. It's and it, uh, I have to quote Jeremy Rifkin again uh, because I, he says so many wise things. He uh, he says uh, we have to get we have to keep the old system of on life support while we're building the new system. So. Um, I see leaders doing that. They, they, I, I, I speak to a lot of leaders, and they know they're they're in an end game. They, they know it's it's their 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 whole house of cards is falling down, and um, they know that. And they still they and, and they're not dumb. Eh? They're very intelligent, so they they know that um, there will be a transition towards uh, a new business model and it's going faster and faster and um, we we will we all the leaders I, I talk to if you have them in private they have the same kind of conclusions there will be a basic income there will be uh, there will be more cooperations there will be no not so much possession anymore there will not even if I talk to the the, the tax people they know that the whole taxing system could change and we, we don't need taxes we, we if we say okay we have this uh, we have um, we create money for a moment because we don't even need money but uh, we can in the transition we can generate as much money as we need to to pay for the transition um, it's already happening I mean if you look at how far how fast Tesla is changing the business model for uh, internal combustion engines uh, where one of the things that's happening is very important that they will blow away the dealer system and the dealer system is something that has to do with uh, plant obsolescence so and and we this is one of the things we're saying goodbye to now like uh, we have been uh, it, it was normal that a light bulb would not work for longer than a year now slowly we're transitioning to uh, uh, led or maybe new technology that we say okay let's not put any plant obsolescence in it let let's not plan to to make it go broke uh, uh, break it in a year so this will change our whole business model because we will not be able to make that much money with breaking stuff and mm -hmm. that will change our mind mm -hmm. the moment that you say hey we should not have a business model that is based on uh, destruction um, then we say, oh, but then we don't make any more money. No, good. Let's not make money anymore. Let's let's only print money or whatever, how you call it, um, just to as a means of exchange, because um, everybody wants to live, but but not everybody needs to be indoctrinated by buy 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 buy. <laughs> it's it's um, it's 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 a religion that we can say goodbye to. Mm -hmm. I like the word goodbye. We, we, we need to make good buys, not bad buys. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I, uh, I think it's really important what you're saying about this good buys. Um, so it means that we also need to pay attention to a process of mourning, mourning the old yeah. while dying, uh, and then being kind of midwives to the new. Yeah. Also economist myself and I, I really feel that that's 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 some of the uh, if we really want to move forward and we can because we have the intellectual capability to do so 
yeah. but we are we willing to expand our roles in that sense? It's um, interesting question to me. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. And again, for me, it is. Um, I I love what's happening. Uh, if if you see how well people are learning to enjoy stories, or uh, they they. Uh, uh, what my task in this whole thing is, is that I want to point out, look, these are the most important archetypal experiences. This is like being human. And, and, and I think um, making a map of the human soul and pointing out all the points where you can say you can find true meaning here, you can find true meaning here, you can lift yourself to that level of thinking, uh, try to work on the spirit power. Um, this is so that's such a nice work and uh, we we talked about working with leaders mm -hmm. i i work with, work with with a lot of leaders that have this spiritual training they they know how to meditate they know uh, that they're in a in a in a in an old ritual and they 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 are also looking for ways to to make the step and and the, the step has to do with uh, with giving meaning to your life so i'm working with a, an airplane company uh, so and and we all know that it's 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 a temporary thing that we know that either we should learn to fly with hydrogen or uh, clean clean methods or we should not fly and maybe if we have more pandemics we will not fly at all or we will not do that anymore because it's too dangerous but if we continue to fly and we will start flying green, uh, then the next thing is uh, how can we make this this sacrifice that we ask from the earth or um, how can we make it worthwhile? How, how can you learn when you go to China and you can become a better human being instead of a worse human being? And so the whole thing of consuming um consuming a vacation or it has will be loaded with charged with more meaning questions or what are you doing there why should you go uh what is the added value uh and also and this is why i talked about working for this air, air airplane company or this this transport company um we are working with the people who work there um almost in a not saying in a psychotherapeutic session because we're trying to prevent it becoming psychotherapeutic but that you can that you can work somewhere and yet you realize hey i'm eight hours of my life a day i'm here why not use this energy to improve myself mm -hmm. so yeah okay well which would make organizations become more um, vehicles for personal development maybe well, yeah, uh, slowly, slowly, because um, one of the problems with organizations is that the, 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 the essence of their product attracts people with a certain kind of karma or a certain kind of personality. And uh, like if you are in, a, in an organization, like say um, you, you take care of the prison system, that that's a that's a good product, but it's a dangerous product because it will it will attract people who like to uh, mm -hmm. have a lot of walls. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, so you the one of the problems is that it, we need to see that um, our organizations are uh, reinforcing uh, personality problems or one sidedness in personalities. Uh, and that we, we need to find ways to say, okay, let's find a more universal aspect to it as well. 
-hmm. So um, one of the questions is how much specialization do we need in society mm -hmm. and how much general uh, universal uh, qualities do we need to train? And I, I don't have the answer, but I see uh, wor working with the leaders of this, this, this moment, um, they are thinking about that question on, um, yeah, like uh, if, if somebody is on the autistic spectrum and he's a very good programmer, uh, mm -hmm. Should you say, okay, keep being on the autistic spectrum and be a good programmer? Or should we also say, uh, we want to have you learn a little bit about uh, empathy? And people who are too much on the empathy side should learn a little more result thinking. And so we are dancing with this question on specialization and universal skills. And, and I love what's happening. So I think it's already happening a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Um, you spoke a little bit uh, earlier about mapping, making a map of the soul, the human soul. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think, I yeah. think we, we have just witnessed a, a wonderful person called uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Mm -hmm. Jordan Peterson is, is a guy who wrote uh, a very interesting book called Maps of Meaning. Mm -hmm. And he's in the, in, in the tradition of, um, of, the, uh, of the, the, the mythological thinking. Um, and he, he, he flew very high. At the moment, he's, he has crashed. It, it has become too much for him. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think um, the reaction in the world, uh, some people hated him, some people... Uh, they, they were very grateful to him. But I think what he um, showed is that uh, the, the time is ripe for uh, maps of meaning. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, that we are slowly moving into the psychological understanding of what, uh, what Jung uh, described as mandala. So the, the mandala is a symbol where you say, it's a universal map. I have a few of those behind me. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a way to, to map what's important in life. Mm -hmm. and, and what this conversation is also that we're trying to map what is important in, in life. And, and the circle is a wonderful thing. I mean, we have, the economists have this kind of uh, one line where you say, oh yeah, it's going well, oh no, but... <laughs> But you also need to think about cycles, like every year there's a cycle and, and there are bigger cycles and the breathing is a cycle. Um, so uh, for me, uh, there's this tension field between the, the, the square and the circle. It's like the square is like with lines and the circle is like um, with, with repetition. And both of them are important. I, so this is why I think this, this image of the Vitruvian man by, by Da Vinci, mm -hmm. I think this is the most important image ever for me. It's, it's like, yeah, the, the human being uh, is in the circle and, and the, the, the circle, the, 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 the attempt to square the circle it's impossible, but it's, it's something we need to do. And I, I love this dance between the, the straight line and the circle or the square and the circle. For me, this whole conversation is about that. Yeah. 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 So that's why it's important to map the, the human soul. 
Yeah, yeah, and and there are lots of people are doing it. I love it. I, transaction analysis has tried it. Uh, we are trying it with Double Helix. Uh, uh, Joseph Campbell has done it. I, it's a wonderful job. And I think the church, uh, the Catholic Church, Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, hey, they are all working on it. They are all working on it. When you speak about the soul, immediately the word evolution pops up in my mind. How is this crisis linked to the evolutionary process of uh, humankind? I think we are doing a wonderful job. I, um, we are moving towards a situation that we can embrace the whole of humanity in our soul. Mm. And, and we used to be, we used to have a very small range of empathy. We say, okay, our group, our religion, our, so it was pretty local and, and uh, it was okay. I'm, I'm not saying that was wrong, but mm -hmm. at the moment, uh, I love the science of cultural differences. I love, uh, anthropology. I love the fact that we are seeing, holy shit, those Chinese really think different. Hey, wow, what can we learn from Africa? Ubuntu, wow. Uh, this, is, this is going very fast, so I think we are making huge steps. Hmm. Which would make it possible for us to dream a new future into existence, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, well, the future is dreaming us. I, I, I think it's, it's, <laughs> we, we, are, we are a projection of God, and a God is a projection of us, so it's, it's happening at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, corporations, uh, clean energy. Uh, I love uh, what what Tesla is doing. Uh, so yeah, there's 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 a whole new business model being born, and mm -hmm. we just need to say, okay, let's have a sharing economy. I mean, there's that's the only way out is to say, let's say goodbye to our own old religion of uh, possession and uh, and and have a, a mix of uh, local possessions local corporations and then saying the, the heritage of humanity I mean you cannot say half of the earth is owned by uh, by 10 people of so it, it, it's so funny it's so funny mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have to say goodbye to that yeah mm -hmm. yeah it will yeah the the, way, the 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 things that you mention also um, uh, brings me to think about uh, that we should get real about reality. So um, the 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 world as we have perceived it and have dubbed it reality might have more depth to it because all the things that you mention are not. Um, uh, we have all heard of them. We've all heard of these values. We've all heard of flipping that coin, uh, coming up with new business models, uh, being innovative in ways to uh, set new narratives for well-being, etc., etc. Um, but it seems that your um, um, uh, bringing the depth into existence by speaking about it more and. Uh, almost um, speaking about it as the new normal, and I really enjoy that. That makes it come alive so much yeah. more. It makes it, you know, two sensible people speaking about um, um, the depth of reality um, as a new normal. For me, would be such a beautiful first step that we can already take right now. Yeah. Yeah, and we're doing it. The fact that we can have this kind of conversation uh, would have been impossible 20 years ago. 
so, so yeah well uh, yeah so it's it's like it's like we are massaging our own humanity soul so it, we <laughs> yeah. need to we need to repeat those things it um there's this there's this wonderful uh, question on where does the word religion come from mm. so uh, some people say it's from religare it means reconnect but uh, other scientists say no it's about um spreading out the symbols every day it's, it's uh, so it's like relegere it's like repeating the 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 mapping of the soul it so it's like every day you have to do the ritual you have to think the new thoughts you have to worship how beautiful life is you have to enjoy conversations like this and the fact that you're repeating it will give it more power it's like charging your symbols Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what we're doing is is like religious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've uh, we've spoken a lot. Is there anything else to be said? Yeah, I I would love to uh, um, give two um, two poems. So I will I I will give a, a short one and a long one. So I will give the short one first, mm-hmm. and then I will give the long one. Uh, and, and you can cut the long one if you say that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, but if you like the long one, you can keep it as the end, and people can shut off the shut off the video after the short one, or if they are patient, they can listen to the long one. How do you think about that? That's that's great. <laughs> okay. The short one, I think it's important uh, meditation. It's come from Juan Ramon Jimenez. It's it's a Spanish poet, and I think it's a very important one. It's I am not I. I am not I. I am the one who goes by my side without me noticing, who I at times visit and who I at times forget. The one who remains silent calmly when I speak, the one who forgives serenely when I hate, who goes where I do not come and who will remain upright when I die. That's the short one. (laughs) (laughs) Are you willing to take the risk on the long one? Sure. Okay, good, good. Well, uh, it's it's a, a very old Maori meditation. It's a very old Maori meditation, and it maybe it goes back for thousands of years. And uh, it was written down in uh, 1750, uh, like then. It was I, I'm not sure the date, but um, it was noted by one of those uh, early conquerors, uh, and it was translated by a British woman. So I'm going to give the, the English transi- translation of a Maori meditation. And mm-hmm. the, sh- the shaman who, who, who gave it was, uh, is called Timaranapiri. Um, so, and, it, and it's a Maori meditation called My Law. So it's about karma. It's about dharma, karma and dharma. And here it goes. So uh, you can close your eyes because it's going to take a while, <laughs> but it's important. Um, here it comes. The sun may be clouded, yet ever the sun will sweep on its course till the cycle is run. And when into chaos the system is hurled, again shall the builder reshape a new world. Your path may be clouded, uncertain your goal, 
move on for your orbit is fixed to your soul. And though it may lead into darkness of night, the torch of the builder shall give it new light. You were, you will be, know this while you are. Your spirit has traveled both long and afar. It came from the source, to the source it returns. The spark which was lighted eternally burns. It slept in a jewel, it leapt in a wave, it roamed in the forest, it rose from the grave. It took on strange garbs for long eons of years, and now in the soul of yourself it appears. From body to body, your spirit speeds on. It seeks a new form when the old one is done. And the form that it finds is the fabric you wrought on the loom of the mind from the fiber of thought. As dew is drawn upwards in rain to descend, your thoughts drift away and in destiny blend. You cannot escape them, for petty or great or evil or noble, they fashion your fate. Somewhere on some planet, sometime and somehow, your life will reflect your thoughts of your now. My law is unerring, no blood can atone. The structure you build, you will live in alone. And all that you ask when all you desire must come at your bidding as flame out of fire. Once listen to that voice and all tumult is done. Your life is the life of the infinite one. In the hurrying race, you are conscious of pause with love for the purpose and love for the cause. You are your own devil. You are your own God. You fashioned the path your footsteps have trod. And no one can save you from error or sin until you have hearkened to the spirit within. Then this was the short version because I skipped the short. <laughs> <laughs> Just started a new religion. <laughs> well, yeah, we, 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 we are rediscovering the wisdom of Maoris. We are discovering the wisdom of the old Indian, uh, native Indians. There's so much wisdom. And we now we need to uh, apply it on a higher level where we say, okay, we are now really all connected and now we need to uh, reinstate this kind of new kind of religions without too much dogma. So let's try it. Yeah, well, let's, let's. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Manfred. I You're really enjoyed our conversation. I loved it too. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.